0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The sustainability efforts of some of the world's largest corporations are having a trickle-down impact on American producers. AgriPulse Today is launching the first installment of a five-part series focusing on sustainability in agriculture. The first story explores corporate sustainability commitments. How are they created? What do they seek to do? And how will farmers and ranchers be asked to help make them happen? The first story, which includes an extensive list of companies and their commitments, can be found at agripulse.com. Media organizations have called the presidential race for former Vice President Joe Biden, moving the Delaware Democrat one step closer to the Oval Office. The Trump campaign is pursuing litigation to challenge the vote counts and process in several key states, but those efforts have not been successful to this point. Biden will officially become the president-elect once the Electoral College certifies the results. But over the weekend, he spoke in a primetime address and made a call for greater post-election unity.
1: It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again. And to make progress, we have to stop treating our opponents as our enemies.
0: They are not our enemies. They are Americans. They are Americans. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more on the Trump-to-Biden transition process in the weeks to come. Farm lenders say the current ag economy is having an impact on their loan portfolios. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more.
1: Ag bankers are watching farm credit conditions moving into next year. Despite government payments and improving commodity prices, Courtney Cowley with the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City says working capital and liquidity are concerns.
2: And even though we do have government payments this year, the uncertainty moving forward, particularly in an environment where we have large crop inventories, and uncertainty surrounding export markets has really, I think, weighed on the outlook for ag credit conditions.
1: But following multiple years of steady growth, demand for farm loans has softened.
2: Part of that could be that farm borrowers are able to take advantage of some of the government programs and don't have as much need for traditional financing options, but it could also just be a result of weakness in the farm sector.
1: Cowley notes a lot of farm loan demand is coming from refinancing, and in those types of environments, it typically declines.
0: For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nulley. A commodity group leader says agriculture should be on good footing despite the loss of many key champions on Capitol Hill. Aside from House Ag Chair Colin Peterson losing his re-election bid, committee ranking member Mike Conaway and Senate Ag Chair Pat Roberts have both announced their retirement. Betsy Ward is the president and CEO of the USA Rice Federation. She says they still expect to have support for their issues.
3: We go through this cycle uh, frequently, right? So it's not like we haven't been here before. So we we go back out and we educate and we meet and we try to we try to um, get our issues before them. I think that we're very very fortunate in the rice industry to have great rice state leaders, right? So we've got um, you know people in, in all the six rice states that that are are our educators, right? We have Senator Bozeman in in Arkansas who's amazing and, you know, all the others. So I think we're in a good position.
0: She says that also extends to an expected change in administration.
3: We've got a lot of good allies on on the Hill and uh, certainly within this administration and hopefully with the future administrations, whomever they are. I I think there's been some losses for sure, but I think we, we build on that in the future with some of the new people.
0: There's more from Ward, including her thoughts on trade and sustainability policy in this week's open mic on agripulse.com.
3: Some of the requirements were way above and beyond anything we've ever had to do for any other country, but we did it and they finally signed the agreement in 2017, but it took a couple years because of all the trade tensions.
0: Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.